are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're going to talk about the power of positive faith again. Now, in the other session, we covered some of these things, but allow me just to take a few minutes and read a couple of the scriptures that we used in Matthew's Gospel, the 21st chapter. Let's read verse 22, where Jesus says, In all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. Now, the believing there makes a world of difference. Whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing. Now, we talked about this. One of the major problems in the body of Christ, and I know in my life for years, was that I just prayed about everything before I was ready to pray about it. See, somebody say, well, it just takes much prayer. Well, that's true. We shouldn't pray much, but we ought to be ready to pray before we pray. Because Jesus said, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now, that is the will of God, that the things you pray about, you receive. But you see, the determination of what you pray about should be governed by the Word of God. You shouldn't be praying for something the Word of God said that you shouldn't have. We should know the will of God before we pray, because if you don't know God's will before you pray, it is impossible for you to pray the prayer of faith. It's impossible to pray in agreement and believe like Jesus says to believe here if you do not know the will of God concerning the matter you're praying about. So I'm convinced that there's been much prayer given to things that we had no knowledge of. We had no understanding of the scriptures or the basis for what we were praying for. Therefore, it destroyed our faith instead of bringing us the results that we were seeking. We sought the thing without finding out what God said about it, without knowing God's will and God's concern concerning the matter and what He said about it or what His promise said. Now, anytime you're asking God for something that He has promised in His Word, then you see you have some precedent for it. Now, there may be certain things that you pray about that doesn't specifically say it in the Word of God, but you'll find a scripture that will be a general principle that would apply in that situation. Now, let's take the scripture in Mark, the 11th chapter, where Jesus is telling how the God kind of faith works, speaking to his disciples. After they had passed by, and Peter said, Behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. We began with verse 22, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God, or have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now hold your place there. Go with me to Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter. And let's read what the Apostle Paul said as he quoted Psalms 116 and verse 10, verse 13, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Now that's what the psalmist said. He said, I believed and therefore have I spoken. Paul says, we also believe and therefore speak. What you believe, you're going to speak. Now, I see, Jesus says, he instructed us that if we approach an obstacle, a mountain, a problem in your life, 
He's teaching his disciples and to us as well, whosoever shall say to the mountain, to the problem area, be removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. Now see there again, Jesus says, believe and doubt not in your heart. It is possible to have faith and doubt at the same time. We know that's true. We talked about this in the other session that in Mark, the first chapter, verse 40, where the leper came to Jesus, he had great faith that Jesus could heal him, but he had doubts that he would heal him. And see, he had no Bible basis, really, to say for sure that Jesus would heal a leper because there'd been no lepers healed or he had no anything to point to in Jesus' ministry because as far as we know in the Word of God, there'd been no lepers healed at that point. So he had great faith that Jesus could, but he did not have faith that he would. He had doubt that he would. Now, you know the story. And Jesus, the Bible says, he was moved with compassion, stretched forth his hand and touched him. And when he touched him, no power flowed until he said, I will. And see, Mark records it, that as soon as he had spoken, not until he had spoken, see, he touched him first. Now, see, there was people that got healed in the Bible that just touched the hem of his garment. Whole multitudes got healed at times. But now here's a man that got touched by Jesus. Jesus laid his hands on him for the purpose of healing him. And he didn't get any healing until Jesus removed the doubt and said, I will. So here's a man that had faith, but he doubted. And many times that's the position. Even though sometimes we think we believe God, we might even believe we believe God. But we didn't believe the way the Bible says to believe or we'd have got the results the Bible said we'd have. Now see, that takes discipline in the Word of God. It takes discipline to know and engraft the Word of God into our spirits until it becomes real on the inside of us. We can know about it, have knowledge of it, and still not believe to the extent the Bible says that we should believe. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, to the problem, be removed. In other words, saying, you won't hinder me anymore. Now, he's not talking about removing the Rocky Mountains. He's talking about problem areas in your life. If you believe, you'll speak. That's the essence of what Jesus is saying. If you believe, you'll speak. Faith talks. The righteousness which is of faith, Paul says, the righteousness which is of faith says. It speaks. And it says, the word is nigh me, even in my mouth and in my heart. See, Romans, the 10th chapter, Paul talks about that. He said, the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say, who'll go up to heaven to bring Jesus down? Or who'll descend into the deep to raise him from the dead so he can do this, you know? But the righteousness which is of faith, he says, says the word is nigh me. In other words, since Jesus has gone to heaven, he's seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool. He's going to sit right there until his enemies are on his feet. He said the righteousness, which is a faith, wouldn't say, well, Jesus will have to come back and do that. It'll happen when Jesus comes back. No, he said the righteousness, which is a faith, says the word is nigh me. What the word says is what I'm going to receive. Not when Jesus comes back, but now, in this lifetime. It'll bring the same results as if Jesus were here. Psalms 107 verse 20 says, God sent his word and healed them. 
and delivered them from their destruction. Now, don't tell God that it didn't work because he believes it did. <laughs> and he said he sent it and delivered you. Somebody said, well, I didn't get delivered. Well, don't tell God because he sure believes you did. You may not have the manifestation of it. But you see, God's done all he's going to do about it. It's a matter of taking the knowledge that the Word gives us and activating the promise and entering into it. It's the power of that positive faith in the Word, you see. Not in some man. Not that Jesus is going to come back and do it for us, you know. I think one of the problems is we've been wanting Jesus to do the things we were supposed to do. Like the apostles said, Lord, give us more faith. Faith cometh by hearing. If you don't have the faith, you haven't heard enough. <laughs> you could keep hearing and hearing because that faith will come. And you know, sometimes people say, well, I've heard that. I've heard that. I don't know whether you noticed it or not, but a year or so ago, it seemed like that everybody got talking about the new wave. This new thing that God is doing, and it seemed like a lot of people, or at least some people, seemed like they just said, well, now we're through with all of that word business. Now we're going on to a higher revelation. Listen, when you're through with the word business, and you're going on to a higher revelation, you're going to revert back to where you started. And I tell you, quite frankly, that's where a lot of people are now, the back where they started. Because when you leave the word... You have left God. <laughs> no, God was not going to do a new thing apart from his word. He was going to take the knowledge that we had learned and propel us into greater things through the word. And when you go to leaving off those truths and going to go into deeper revelation, you may get deeper revelation, all right, but you're going to get deceived and it'll be a revelation from the wrong place. Now, I'm doing better preaching than you are saying amen. <laughs> No, let's stay with the Word of God. Let's allow the Word and knowledge that we've learned to propel us into greater things in Christ and use that knowledge and put it into practical everyday life. Now see, Paul said, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. He says, We also believe and therefore speak. Now just stop and back up a little bit in a few days and a few months in your life and ask yourself, what have you been saying to the mountain? Have you been telling the mountain that my mountain, you're just getting bigger every day, I'll never get over you? Well, dear God, we'll never get all these debts paid. We'll be in debt the rest of our life. Well, now see, there's people talk that way to the mountain and say, well, I wouldn't talk to the mountain at all. But they're talking to it all the time. See, they don't have a positive faith. They have a negative faith. They have great faith that the mountain will hinder them. That the problems of life and the circumstances of life are insurmountable. And the more you talk it, the more you'll believe it because faith cometh by hearing. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you that our offer all of this week is CD offer number 7242. It's entitled, Power of Positive Faith. Now, this is what we taught all last week on the broadcast. It's available to you on CD, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Power of Positive Faith. In 1 Samuel 17, we find a 
classic example of this, that David was sent by his father to go see how his brothers were doing and take them some groceries. They were in their army and go see how the battle was going. Well, he gets there and the battle wasn't going on at all. There was no battle going on. They was all watching television. Yeah, that's right. They was watching that giant come out and tell his vision every morning and every night. And David said, I'm going to tell my vision. And David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defies the armies of the living God? And he said five times before he did it what he was going to do. He said, thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and a shield. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts of Israel, who thou hast defied. And he said, this day. The Lord will deliver thee into my hands, and I will smite thee and take thy head off thy shoulders and feed thy carcass to the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the earth. And you go on and read it. You find out he said about five times what he was going to do before he did it. And then he did it. Now, this is the power of positive faith. He said he knew this because he had proved it. He was a shepherd boy, and he'd killed a bear, and he'd killed a lion with his own hands. It's the power of positive faith, CD offer number 7242, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.